Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Hello, hello, everyone. I am so excited to introduce you to Nu Vang. She is a student currently inside the Born to Coach Training Academy. So she's training to become a professional life coach. And um, when Nu started the academy, she brought in a very amazing skill set with her of being an expert on human design. And this is something that I've heard about for years, but I've never received a human design reading. So I've asked new today to do a human design reading. And it's not going to be the full out reading because we don't have time for that. But it is going to be a sample to give all of you a taste of like, yeah, what happens in a human design reading. And then um, we're also going to just be teaching you, you know, like what is human design and um, how to prep for it and then what happens after the session. So this is going to be like a, a mini human design reading blended with like a little, what do you say, math, human design uh, masterclass as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So with that being said, um, New, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and um, tell them, you know, who you are and, and how you got involved with human design. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. So my name is New Vang. And I, I was a teacher for four years. And then I, um, you know, just felt this calling to, to do something different. And so that's when I really switched over to do more self-discovery things and really focusing on self, uh, yeah, like self-discovery, self-love, figuring out who I am. And I was never one who liked personality tests. So I like usually stayed away from that because I'm like, I felt boxed in, but I found human design when I was in a course, um, a manifestation course, and it was, it was in one of the modules. And that was the very first experience I had with it. And, but when I pulled up my chart, it looked very confusing and very intimidating. So I, I kind of backed away and, um, and then it just kept showing up kind of like you said, like it just started appearing, like I've been hearing about it, like through different people, through different groups that I'm um, a part of online. And I don't know, like all of a sudden, like I just started diving in, like doing self-study, uh, looking, following different Instagrams and then like eventually bought the book, you know? So I like did little steps and then like, um, and it was just so human design is like the first system that really gave me permission to be myself like I felt like when I found human design it was like it just like it landed so well like it gave me the language to to understand like what I've been going through my whole life 
and it was like speaking to my soul. And I was like, oh my God, like I have to learn more. And so that's really when I went into the actual trainings and really understood the system as a whole. I can so relate to that. Um, I feel that way with astrology. Um, I remember the first time I saw my um, birth chart in astrology, I was like, I don't, this is a whole nother language. There's so many symbols. I don't know what's going on here. Um, so now I'm in a, in an intensive to learn more about it. And, um, it, it's, it's fun. It's been a process. And, um, I, I agree with you. I've never really liked the traditional personality types, but, um, for me, astrology has felt like the first thing that really is like, oh, wow, this is me. This ex explains who I am. And I've had so much more self-compassion and acceptance um, since mm -hmm. learning that. So uh, I have a feeling like, I wonder if there might be a crossover between human design and astrology, because for some reason it feel there, there feels like there's a kind of similarities between the two. I don't, is there any correlation between the two? Yeah. So I'll go into that when I introduced um, the system, but yeah, there is. <laughs> okay. That, that, yeah. um, that makes sense to why if I'm attracted to astrology, I'm also feeling very intrigued and attracted to human design too. So, mm -hmm. okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, if you could talk to us a little bit more, kind of like, I mean, I know you do like a whole master class on this, but just go maybe a little more detail, like what is human design and why is it important? Yeah. So like you said, if, um, if uh, the watchers are, they want to dive deeper, I do have a free masterclass that's an hour long. So um, you guys can definitely go check that out. Um, but yeah, so human design is actually, uh, it was founded, it was channeled to this guy called Ra Uruhu in 1987. And then he started teaching it in 1992. So it's pretty, it's a pretty new system. And um, it combines astrology the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah Tree of Life, and the chakra system and quantum physics. So it weaves all five systems together to create this chart that you see when you put in your um, birth information. So um, that's why, you know, you are exactly right. Like astrology is a big part of um, human design and the different traits that show up. So yeah. Um, yeah, and so human design is really meant to function as guidelines. I see it as a tool for self-awareness. I really have used it to like become a lot more compassionate towards myself, kind of like you said with astrology and like it's just self-acceptance, you know, because I felt like for a long time I couldn't accept who I was because I was being told otherwise from the outside that like the way I'm being isn't the correct way, right? So it just allowed me to really accept all parts of me that I'm always knew it was a part of me, you know, but I just felt like I had to like suppress it because it wasn't acceptable. And therefore for a long time, I like didn't accept those parts of me. So human design like really works and allows you to accept yourself, love yourself, and just really be compassionate towards yourself as well as other people. Because um, once you understand like maybe your partner or your family's um, designs, it really opens up your eyes as to like, wow, this is why they they act this way this is why they make these kinds of decisions and this is why their energy is like this and so um, it really helps not just with your self-awareness but it helps with your relationships and that's a really big part that I really also do love and um I was as I was saying that I um yeah so uh, and 
it, it left me. But <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really um, here to help you become um, more of who you are, or like just accept more of who you are and move away from who you're not. You know, so when you do your chart, you have your chart of like, this is your blueprint. So it's an it, human design is uh, the energetic blueprint of of you, the energetic design of how your energy works. So it's telling you like, yeah, you, you were born on this time. So you have, or you were imprinted with these qualities, these gifts, these challenges, you know? And then um, from that, um, when you are aware of that, you can see that, wow, like I'm not like, for example, for me, like I've always tried to be consistent, like, and have a consistent schedule and have a consistent morning routine, but it's not in my design to be like that, you know? And so I, I no longer strive to be consistent because my human design is like, yeah, you're not meant to do that. Your energy isn't wired to, for you to be like that. So it allows you to move away from like who you are not meant to be. And so I think that's the beautiful part is like um, really coming back to who you are. And because we've been um, there, to, there's, the inhuman design we call um, conditioning and deconditioning. So we've been conditioned, like when we were born, like we were all very in alignment. And as, you know, as life happens and the, our our environment, family, uh, school, society, right? We've been conditioned out of our alignment. And so this whole process of once you learn your design, you really uh, decondition and peel back the layers so that you come back to your truth. Yeah. Uh, would you like to say something? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, and I know that we're the same manifestor generators. And so I, I really like, and I'm, I don't know, maybe it's like different for each person, but I'm sure there is some similarities there. And um, I love what you said already about the consistency because uh, I'm also feel like I'm not a consistent person at all. And I, I need variety. I can't do the same thing, you know, for my morning routine every day. And, uh, and I, I tend to beat myself up about that and like, yeah, why am I not more of a consistent person? So I can already see how this is going to be really helpful for me to just learn more about myself in that way and, and find that acceptance. And I know another thing too, and we spoke about this over email, because I saw you or I'm on your email list. And um, you had said that you're not like you don't enjoy being in big groups and I'm the same way. And that's something I really struggled with my whole mm -hmm. life is because I, uh, everyone always thinks I'm very outgoing and social and I am, but more so one-on-one -on -one or small groups and in big groups, I tend to really shut down and I've never understood why. So um, <laughs> I'm just really excited for this reading today. Yeah. To learn these parts of myself that maybe I haven't fully loved and accepted and, and I can start to do more of that moving forward. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, so in human design, there's also, um, you might hear me use like these terms of uh, high expression and then low expression. So every like, you know, kind of like uh, the energies that what we're going to be talking about, your blueprint will have high expressions, right? Like you expressing it in the high, um, the high expression and then the low expression of it. And um, it's important to mention that your blueprint is um, your potential it's it is the most aligned version of you so some people may see their chart and have maybe even have a reading or start reading about it online and totally don't resonate with it because they've been so conditioned away from their design so just be, um, I haven't really seen too many of 
I haven't done readings for people who don't totally don't resonate, but I've heard um, of instances where they don't resonate with their design because they've, they've just been so uh, conditioned out of it. So uh, your blueprint is really your potential. So it's really like, you know, taking small steps to really, um, like I said, peel back the layers, peel back the onions, layers. Um, and yeah, you have, you do have free will, right, to express um, your chart, your energies in your chart. And that's why you might be out of alignment. So just because you were born with that imprint doesn't mean that, um, that's why sometimes we say just me just reading someone's chart I could meet them and they could be totally like totally like different from what I thought they would be like wow yeah yeah and I love I love the idea um the concept human design really uh emphasizes that no one is meant for everyone so everyone like it's it's called the science of differentiation um because it's like it wants us to accept and embrace our differences and really move away from like homogenization of like us all trying to be like the same right so I love that because it's like allows you to be like different you know it actually encourages you to be different and it shows you like different parts of you different gifts and stuff that you've been um in a way like given to live out um and instead we're chasing something else you know that we're not you know supposed to be so um yeah it really brings it, it really brings everything together, like just understand, understanding yourself, your energy, and how you're really meant to be. Because um, human design is a lot about energy and about tuning back into your body and not so much about like, like, okay, you're a generator. This is what you do. It's how you be. I could see that would be really helpful being a business owner too, um, mm -hmm. to not try to like be like everybody else, but yeah, really hone in on your unique gifts and abilities and that you can really capitalize on that in how you show up with running your business and your brand and all that. And um, so that's really neat. So, yeah. yeah. So I would love for you to tell our audience real quick of like, how does one prep and get ready for a human design reading? And then we can go into the actual reading. Yeah. Yeah. So on on your end, you just need to have your birth time, your birth location and your birth um, day. Yeah. So just those three, because it really um, it matters because you can your energy type like will change. Um, sometimes even a few minutes can make a big difference. So it's um, it's a, it's really important as much as much as you can get your the correct uh, birth time um, and date and location and then that's it you just come and be open-minded you know and curious and um, see it as like a different tool that you can use um, and whatever you resonate with whatever it's helpful that's what I always like to say whatever is helpful for you you can take away from the reading then good like whatever you like don't like doesn't resonate with you you can just leave so yeah, in, in terms of preparation, it's pretty simple. <laughs> so they just email you ahead of time their, those three things, their birth date, their birth time, and birth location. And then you plug it in and you get the results of their um, human design chart. And then I guess this next part is we're going to, which like I said, I already did it years ago. I know there's like free, there's a free site you can go online. And I guess we can always include that resource 
in the yeah. show notes as well that people were interested in just like I guess even before maybe scheduling a reading with you if they just want to see oh I just want to see like what type I am and that they could do that for free right yeah yeah there's so many chart generators out there you just google like human design chart and then there's um uh, as long as you have your birth time right it doesn't matter which um chart generator you use you'll come out with the same um the same chart and when when uh when you book with me i will actually ask you there what your birth information is so you don't have to send it separately it's part of the booking process yeah got it all right well i am ready to dive in and look at my chart with you yeah so before we actually look at the chart, um, I like to go through some foundations because once we pull up the chart, it can get really distracting. <laughs> so um, I usually spend like, you know, a good amount of time on the foundations because if you think about it, it's the foundation before we build on top of that foundation, you know, giving you like more details. So um, for you, Krista, you are a uh, generator. Okay, so you're a generator. Yeah, that's right. I think I always think I'm a manifestor generator, but okay, so I'm a generator. Got it. You are a generator. And um, yeah, so I'm a manifesting generator. You're a generator. Um, and a manifesting genera generator is a subgroup, like is, is, it branches off of the generator. Okay, got yeah. it. So um, yeah, so I usually like to share like just like what a generator is, what kind of energy you have, the aura you give off, um, just touch upon um, a few of that. So um, a generator is really notes, by the way, so I'm getting my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so a generator is really um, here to, um, it's going to sound a little bit um, paradoxical to what I said earlier, but uh it all makes sense. You're here to do things and make things happen here on the uh, on the 3D reality. So you have, um, yeah, so you're here to do things to really get good at um, your craft, whatever it is for you, right? You're, you're really meant to uh, find what you, uh, what brings you joy, what lights you up. And from there, you really are the type who wants to master and be really good at that um, craft um, that you, you know, that brings you joy. And and you can, because you, as a generator, I'm going to bring in what makes you a generator because it's going to be a very big part of our conversation. So as a generator, the reason you are a generator is because you have uh, the sacral center We'll go over their centers later, but I, I have to bring in the sacral now because it's very important because in human design, uh, I should have mentioned at the beginning, the human design, there's five energy types. Uh, so um, there's only two energy types that has the sacral defined. And the sacral is, um, put it simply, it's uh, like battery. It's uh, a life force energy. It's like the battery that allows you to work and just, um, you know, have energy throughout the day. So because uh, you are a general, you because you have your sacral defined, you, um, you, you are a generator. You're either a generator or a manifesting generator if you have that sacral defined. And uh, the sacral is the life force energy, the battery that allows you to do work. 
And because you have that defined, that's why generators uh, have that capacity to, to start something and do something and actually be able to sustain it and get things done. And um, I think for generators, um, some of the challenges, um, no, we're not gonna go to the challenges yet. Uh, I wanna talk about your aura. So like, if you think of aura, like just like the energy field around you, is when you step into a room, the the aura of a generator is open and enveloping. So it's actually a very warm energy. It's very welcoming. Like a lot, like it's uh, it makes people feel comfortable, like approaching you, talking to you. You just uh, you know, have that aura, and um, and other other types don't. So um, we're not gonna go into other types, but uh, your aura is uh special to you and, and the manifesting generators. So yeah, having the open aura um, helps with the next things that I'm gonna um, talk about. So yeah, so uh, another thing, so the challenge, now now I'll go to the challenge of like, if you have a lot of energy, oh, no, not if, because you have a lot of energy, it's, and people can see that, like, especially people who are not generators, they can sense that you have like life force energy, and um, they will tend to like ask you to do things for them or like ask you to like help with this or help with that. And like as generators, because you have the energy, you have the capacity, sometimes it's you would do it. Like sometimes it's almost like it's it feels better like in the body to use that sacral energy to do something than to actually not. Like if you sit with the energy all day and you don't work out and you don't do anything with that energy, it's 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 kind of like what do you call it it builds up in you and like I've, I've experienced it where I couldn't go to sleep <laughs> because I had like so much energy and so being discerning of what you say yes to because you have such you know you have that sacral and you have that energy and um so be discerning in terms of like what you say yes to who you you know what what you commit to um, because I, I do find a lot of generators, because they have the energy and the capacity, they say yes to a lot of things. And when you say yes to a lot of things, uh, if you think about it, like there's no space for other things to come into your life that might be more aligned for you. So really being cognizant of what am I saying yes to? Like, am I lit up by this? Because your sacral is um is kind of like a, how, like a tool that will help you uh, figure out uh, whether you're lit up by something or not. So the way the sacral works is it is it only responds in the present moment. It responds to uh, in a yes or no way. So um, have you, I know you said you've looked a little bit about your design. Like, have you, do you know anything about the sacral and how it works? I think I remember... And I don't know if this is generator or manifestor generator, but there's something like, yeah, if you're trying to decide if you want to do it or not, there's like, you'll feel like a pulling towards it or kind of like a backing away. Is that resonating? Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, okay. And and so the sacral will, yeah, like will communicate to you in, in, in whatever way it does, because it's a little different for everyone, right? Like how they experience their sacral. But um, for me, like for me, I feel an expansion or a contraction. Some people actually feel pulled towards, uh, you know, forward or backwards. Some people might use their voice and say, uh-uh, uh, you know, uh-huh, uh-uh. Like, so it, it shows up differently for um, different people. But like, that's how I've experienced it. Um, 
So what has your experience been like if um, in terms of your sacral? I mean, yeah, there's certain people when I'm around them where I literally feel like, like their energy is like almost like moving me back or I don't know if it's like myself, but I, I feel that like, and then I feel like when I'm talking to certain people, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm being pulled in and, um, and I always love to use my body to make decisions. And I teach other people how to do that. Cause I feel like your body can't lie. You know, your head can tell you stories, but your body is just very quick and responsive and you can learn so much from just listening to your body. And I also, um, feel that way as well. Like if I feel constricted or contracted, that's a no. If I feel expanded and light, it's a yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. So, uh, your sacral will always be guiding you in terms of what's in alignment for you or not. And, um, a lot of times people who like, for me, I was really conditioned away from listening to my body. And so I, I go to my brain, to my mind to make decisions. And so at the beginning of my um, journey, I I was so tapped out of my sacral. I was like, I don't even know what it feels like. You know, so I really had to retrain and reconnect my to to my sacral. And, um, you know, I do like when we go into an actual session, if my client is struggling with that, then we do spend a little bit of time of like figuring out how to reconnect to your sacral because that is the foundation um, because that's going to be your body communicating to you what is in alignment and what decisions and like what, you know, who, who is right for you and all that stuff. So that's a very important piece that we make sure we um, figure out at the beginning. So for you, you have um, your sacral, but your sacral um, is not your authority. So I'm going to go into authority now in terms of, um, so authority is how you make decisions. Like what's, how do you make decisions that are aligned for you, for um, your type, because you are an emotional generator. So you do have the sacral to help you uh, make decisions in the moment and figure out what's right or wrong, uh, aligned or not. But for more bigger decisions, um, you're going to have to um, wait. So as an emotional, um, with an emotional authority, the, the, the way you make decisions it sounds so simple, but like is to wait, to wait because in human design, we say um, you will go through what are called emotional waves. So experiencing ups and downs. And so when you are like excited about something, it's not the right time for you to make a decision. When you are like, you know, angry or like just in the lower um, vibration, it's also not the correct time for you to make a decision. But when you are neutral from a neutral place, you can then it's like aligned for you as an emotional generator to make a decision. But you have to ride those waves or ride the ups and downs. And before you get to a place where you feel like you have the aligned uh, decision for you, and when you check, um, and because you have the sacral, like, if you think about it, like, as you're writing, as you're, like, if you, let's say I, I you have to make a decision today, um, but you want to take a few days. So from today to, like, tomorrow, um, you could be experiencing some highs and lows. And throughout that time, your sacral will be communicating to you um, and, uh, and um, more information will be coming in to kind of help inform you as you, you know, try to make your decision, you go through your wave. And I think as an emotional authority, 
uh, depending on like how in tune people are to their emotions and their ups and downs, um, it can take them a while to figure out like what their wave is like and how long it takes for them to go through certain emotions. And so, but the basis of it is you don't make a decision when you're high or low, but from a neutral place. And from a neutral place, you know, that's like very nuanced. It's very different for every person, right? So it's really gonna depend on um, the the unique individual. So for you, how does that, um, how does that resonate for you in terms of like when you make decisions? Yeah, I'm glad we're going over this because it does take me a long time to make decisions. And again, that's another thing that I kind of beat myself up about. And I guess I just am already like working with how I operate, where I, I think I'm just letting myself get to a more neutral place because you're right. I, I never buy things in the moment when I'm excited or I never make decisions in the moment. And um, a lot of times I will make, if I'm like in a really bad low spot, I will make decisions. And I found that that's not good either. <laughs> so um I, I've talked with my therapist, like I, I have this personal rule for myself that I give myself, if I get really like triggered, I give myself 24 hours before I respond or make a decision. And I'm actually like, I had a, like a, a situation with a really good friend last week to where I'm like, you know, do I need to step away from the relationship? And I'm trying to figure out how to make that decision. And, um, and so now knowing this, I feel like, cause I'm still kind of like in the the low of that. So I think I'm going to give it just more time to get to a more neutral place before mm -hmm. I make a big decision like that. So this is really good to know about myself, even though I was already operating in this way, just like having more awareness around it now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's, that's what a lot of people who have emotional authority feel like, because sometimes we're like, pressure to make a decision, right. And so um, I what I always en encourage it to, for people who struggle with waiting it and what they just they're just used to like giving an answer is just basically saying like if if you if someone asks you a question or like if someone wants you to do something um just practicing um I'll get back to you right like just having that tool instead of like feeling like yes you know so just just um saying I'll just practice saying like I'll get back to you like uh give me 24 hours you know so um practicing that was really honoring your authority because you do need that time to really ride out the wave and um, um, because uh, we do believe that as you wait more information will come to you and it will really inform your decision so yeah so that's your authority but the thing is um, it's important to note that you do have the sacral so you will feel sometimes um, you will feel maybe you might feel like you know in the moment already because your sacral is like yes you know we're like no um, so just be aware that you, it, you're, because you have the sacred defined, it will always be active. Um, and then you also have, um, I'm not going into the centers, but um, uh, you also have um, your spleen center defined, which is um, uh, your center for fear and intuition and like survival. So because you also have the defined, you have all three and those right like intuition is like in the moment like you just know and then the sacral is like yes no right but you're actually meant to wait you know so you can kind of see like how those can be um a little hard um but if you're if you get used to like uh, acknowledging and being aware of your intuition and like the, the sacral responses but still then honoring your emotional authority uh, as well 
so yeah I just wanted to also bring that up um yeah. yeah it's um it's a very when I'm making decisions and not necessarily like what am I going to eat today or what am I going to do for working out but kind of like bigger decisions it's a very complex process in my head um of like yeah, you're right. There's a lot of times I do know in the moment, but then I'm also be like, okay, but you know, yeah, let's wait it out. And then you're right. I feel like my body responds. And so there's just a lot of things going on in my mind and my body. And yeah, wow. But I mean, over overall, you know, with like receiving coaching and therapy and astrology and, and really getting to know myself, I've, I've gotten to this better place of knowing, I, like I said, I'm kind of already, everything you're saying, I'm doing all the things already but it's just really cool that you're kind of like putting a name to it I just didn't know you know what I mean yeah yeah I do yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. it's like yeah you're already doing it and like it's really cool to see that you know that you're aware of like oh yeah like in my intuition and then my like sacral like just my gut response in the moment and but still honoring your emotional authority is amazing yeah yeah Yeah. so this is great I'm I'm loving this so far (laughs) yeah so um so that's your authority. So now, and now we're going to go into your strategy. So strategy is how you move through life with least resistance. So as a generator, your strategy is to respond. Um, so I'll expand on that a little bit. So to respond is basically to, um, to respond in the moment of um, what is in front of you, to respond to things that are outside of you. Um, so whether that's, um, if you see, uh, like a billboard, if you see something on Instagram, right? Like it'd be, it could be anything that's outside of you that as long as it's not coming from your own, like, uh, logical mind. Um, so responding. So how I like to tell my clients is you, you're a generator and your aura is open and developing. So you're naturally magnetizing, um, people opportunities to you and once you've magnetized them and they're in your aura then it's you use your uh emotional your your gut response um obviously because it's in the the moment to respond um like you know like maybe say like oh yeah give me 24 hours or whatnot and um yeah and so you you use your authority to respond to the, the situation to the person in front of you and that's really how uh, your energy would work best in terms of um, and I think I find that this goes a lot more with like maybe when you're doing something um, for work like like or that has not work that has to do with other people right so if you if someone else is involved like you responding is correct but like if you want to eat something you don't need to you know wait for that you know something to you know for you to respond to before you go eat so it's when you use your strategy when you're interacting with the world and interacting with people and situations and so it's just to to respond so um that is the strategy respond using your authority got it yeah so let me i'm like watching the clock (laughs) Let me move on. So th- that's like the basics, right? So your your found your uh type, your energy type type is generator. Uh, your authority is emotional. How you make decisions and strategy is how you navigate life through responding to um things around you because your your aura is nat- naturally magnetizing things into your um uh, yeah your aura your yeah. So uh, I do. There's also what we call themes. 
So there's a signature theme, which is an in alignment theme. So this is like when you are doing things that are in alignment with you, you will feel a theme of uh, satisfaction. So usually I like to tell my clients to uh, to tune into what it feels like in your body to to be satisfied, to to have that satisfaction feeling, because, uh, again, everything is very based on your body and how you feel so not like oh let me think about like what's satisfying you know like really like okay like how does satisfaction feel in the body right so that's like when you're in alignment and then when you're out of alignment we call that the not self and your not self is frustration so if you find yourself feeling frustrated like it's just and these themes are signposts really to just help you navigate everyday life right like decisions that you make experiences that you um come into um, so yeah, um, again, frustration of like how that feels in your body. So as you're, you know, moving through life, you can realize, oh, I'm feeling like frustrated here. Like, let me st- take a step back and assess and figure out what's going on. Or like, oh, I'm feeling really satisfied. Like I must be on the right track. So that's kind of how we use the themes. Um, and then I'm going to move on to your profile. So profile, um, I find is, um, is going, we're going to touch into um, why you feel like, uh, why you like smaller groups. <laughs> so your profile is a one three and your profile is your personality, your, how you um, how you relate to other people, how other people see you. It, it really is like your personality on how you navigate life. And a one three, so it, it's made up of two numbers. And the first number is, more of the conscious energy, more of the energy um, that you, like if I tell you about your line one, you will like probably identify with it uh, really easily. And the three is going to be unconscious energy or just how your body is, how your body moves through life and how other people experience you. So I'll go over what the one means. So the one is called the investigator or the researcher. So the one is really all about like gathering information. They it's a foundational line. That's what we call in human design. So it's a foundational line where you you just like to know have the information. Like it feels good to you to be to to know the information and before you take before you take a leap or before you uh do things something that might you know that's more on the bigger side. So the investigator, um, researcher, information gatherer, gatherer. That's kind of like the names. And then the the three is called the experimenter. So that's really uh, what it sounds like. So trial and error, like that's how you learn. You learn through doing things, just like going for it and like uh, and making mistakes, you know, and like learning from your mistakes and just like that's how you learn. That's how you move through life. And um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much like the 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 personality of those two is the one is the researcher, like information. Um, and then the three is like, I'm going to do things like I want to like, like, I'm not just going to like read about it all day, right? Like I have to go out and do it and actually, um, yeah. So I feel like I've been talking for a while. Would you like to? <laughs> what, yeah, what you- no, I, I love knowing that. Uh, I was just thinking like before I became a life coach and signed up for coach training, like I was researching about the International Coaching Federation and what, you know. Just I, I remember just doing a lot of research and talking to a lot of people before I signed up for coach training. And then um, but I didn't realize that about myself. Like it's again, it's like these things I'm already doing. I just kind of didn't have awareness around it. 
Um, and I never like make big decisions in the moment. Like if I were to get on like a consult and I was thinking about, you know, joining like a six month, $10,000 coach training program, like I would, I would never yeah. say yes right away. I would always be like, let me think about it. Let me come back wow. and after I do my research. And yeah. then, um, and, and you're right for the three, for me, um, that's like, that's how I've been so successful as a coach is I just like jump right in. I try things. I make lots of mistakes. I learn from my mistakes. I grow and I am not afraid to like, you know, get it wrong. And because that's, that's how I move through things the quickest. And I've always been that way. And I've never understood like why other people aren't that way. But so this is giving me compassion for if people don't operate that way, I don't have to push that on them. Cause a lot of times, sometimes when I'm teaching people, I'm like, yeah, the bet you, you just got to get started. You just got to jump right in and you're going to make lots of mistakes. And you probably, yeah, Yeah. I I talk about that in class too. Right. I'm like in the skills lab, all right, you're just going to make lots of mistakes. But um, I think it's good to know too, that that really benefits me and maybe that wouldn't benefit everyone, but. Yeah. Cause there are six profile types. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I do want to mention, even though you're a one, three, um, within your chart, you have, you have all the numbers, you have all the profiles, um, but they just show up differently in different, um, planetary placements and in different gates. So, but that's like advanced stuff. But I do want to mention that you have, um, the, uh, uh, the profile line four, seven times. So that's a lot um, because you only have the line one five times and you only have line three, four times, yet you have line four, seven times. Hmm. So that's where that's where you enjoying small groups comes in, because line four is all about uh, meaningful relationships, intimacy, connecting with smaller groups, one on one and small groups and just having a tight knit community. Um, that's that's the four. So, um, that's, that's what I wanted to let you know is like, that's where your, um, I guess your desire for having those small groups comes in is, is the four that lives in your chart, even though it's not part of like your, um, your profile. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, I also want to mention, um, your split definition. So definition is basically how energy flows in your, in your, um, chart. So this is, I'm going to pull up your chart because you'll see you'll see why um, the flow of the energy or how the energy flows. Okay, so, okay, you see your chart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, the, you have a triple split. So that means that your energies are split up so if you go up if you see up here can you see my cursor mm-hmm. yeah your this this energy center your your head and your ajna um up here they are connected through that channel and that makes it one group of energy and then you go down here to uh the will center which connects to this center um which connects to this right here and this so that's like um, an, another group of energy, right? Um, yeah, so you don't have a triple split. My bad. You have a double split, but you have a wide split. That, that's it. So, th- so you see how 
this is all the way up here and then you have all the energies down here so they're very separated so if you think about it as um as a a meeting like a meeting you have all nine centers having a meeting and all these centers they they understand each other great because they have energy flowing from one to the other like very smoothly through all these channels yet they don't understand these guys up here at all because they're like way over there right they have just like from another planet and so when you brought up that like some, when you make decisions it just sounds like there's a lot going on well not only do you have like you know those the spleen the sacral the spleen the sacral and the emotional center you also have a wide split so that does mean you take longer to make decisions because you have to really um allow for the energies to really make sense and um, and you take time to make sense of stuff because because there is a split in your energy and the energy flow does that make sense so much sense yes yeah so um that is um what i have to say for the definition and then i'm going to quickly go over uh the energy centers um so you have an idea of what each center really is um really represents so let me Oops. Okay, so I'm going to start at the top. So at the top, we have your head center. Um, some people call it the crown. And it's the center for inspiration, thoughts, and questions. And then um, we go down to the Ajna, which is the center for um, concepts, thinking, answers, beliefs. Um, they're formed there. And then this energy center right here is the throat, which is like communication manifestation and then this center right here the diamond is the g center so it's the center for the uh, love direction um identity so those are the energies of that center and then the, we, this this one right here is the ego slash will center so this center holds the energies of willpower self-worth and self-esteem um so that's uh, that one and then down here uh, we kept talking about your emotional center and this is it the 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 one right here in brown over here on the right and that's the, your emotional center so uh it's basically the center for all emotions and um as one of the like the pop the uh human design teacher says it's the center that really makes humans human because of the all the emotions that live um in this center and if we move to the middle we have here, this, this is the uh, sacral center. So this is the center of workforce, life force energy, uh, reproduction, um, battery. So that's the sacral. And then we go over here on the left side here is the spleen. So that was where, uh, that's where uh, your intuition lives and instinct, right? Uh, physical survival, fears, because you know it's the, it's the oldest energy center and it's really there to keep us alive. Um, and then on the bottom here, we have the root center, which is the center for pressure and initiation just to like get things uh, started. So those are the nine energy centers. And obviously, as you can see here, there's um, within each center, a center is either colored or not colored. And color basically means that you that's what you are here to really share with the world. And here that's the consistent energy for you. Um, and um, that's where we uh, like to, you know, if you want to look at your gifts and your, um, yeah, your strengths, that's where we would look. And then where you have it not colored in is where you're going to be learning. You, you, when you have it open, you absorb energy 
from other people who who you are around. So and you're really here to be wise in these areas because you're going to experience them differently uh, from uh, different people, and you're going to be learning um, uh, about you know the throat centers, the communication. You're going to be learning um, from other people. So those that's like the main difference between the two. Um, and so yeah, I feel like. I kind of rushed through that a little bit, but um, I know um, that's that's only like um, a short version, right? Because there's there's a lot more like because I went when in the meeting in, in a meeting in the session we would go into um, the gates inside each center and um, and then the channels that you know bridge go from one center connecting to the other, and so that's. Uh, what what we're not covering here today is uh the channels and the scent uh, and the gates that live within each energy center i mean i just from this mini reading i already got so much information so and i maybe that says something in my human design chart too is like i can only really absorb small thing or like a small amount of information at one time and then if I have too much my brain gets overwhelmed so i think this is actually perfect for me oh, good yeah um <laughs> I did have a question. I remember when I was watching your masterclass and you were talking about uh, like different people's like energy levels and like some people aren't meant to do a nine to five job. And um, I, I'm curious what, because I've always felt like I've always beat myself up with like, I just felt like I'm, I'm not the nine to five person. Like I, um, I can really focus for like maybe like one to two hours and then I have to go take a walk or do yoga and then I'll come back and then I'll work for a couple more. Like I'm working like that all throughout the day. And I'm just like, thank God I have my own business because like I could never work for someone else. Like you don't, you can't really do that when you work for someone else. So is there anything like that, that shows up in my chart that like supports that way that I'm already operating? Um. Well, we would have to look into like the gates, but oh. just from what you're saying, um, some possibilities could be uh, that's just like you have a, c the capacity, like you have the energy to do things, but your energy will be drawn to do things um, differently. So you like, it sounds like you follow your energy, right? Like if, if you're, you're doing this thing for a little while and then you feel good, then you, you, and then you shift your energy. So you listening to your energy, that is like, you know, just because you're a generator doesn't mean you um you are meant to work nine to five you know so it's it so that's what comes up for me in terms of yeah so of you like having the energy to do things but maybe you just like to is it that you get tired or you just done like you just not interested anymore um both yeah yeah like I'm just not like a push like sometimes I'll see people like oh I stayed up till midnight working on this project like that'll just never be me I can't I can't do that. Like I, yeah. Cause I'll like physically get tired and then I just like get bored and un like, I have to switch activities constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would have to look into your chart. Like I'm, I can definitely look and, and then email you in terms of like what I find. Um, but yeah, like certain things like that, because the chart, there will be conundrums where you're like one, one way. And then, but then like it con it contradicts because you have this other thing too. So it can get really complicated. But um, if that, yeah, like I definitely look into that for you, especially because um, you do have that um, question. But 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did want to say, yeah, and that's totally fine. You can get back to me with that. Um, that is kind of something I just find that like, I judge myself for. I'm like, oh, I would never look at all these people who can like work <laughs> to five and I just don't operate like that. Um, but I, I do see now why you don't, I was like, you know, when am I going to get to see my chart? And I see why you hold off doing <laughs> that. Cause like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, my brain started going a million different directions. <laughs> so I really appreciate the way you structure this, where you like, you talk first about the foundations and then you show the chart. Uh, so I'm just really glad you did it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, as you can see, there's a lot there, you know, so um, I like, there's an inner, I like, I do an energetics of you reading where we do what we did here, plus the uh, centers and the, the gates and the channels. But then I also do a different type of reading where it's like, uh, it's a life purpose reading. So we go into like the, the planetary placements. So, um, like on the, on the sides, um, I want to show you real quick or show, show everyone because people can come in with, um, right. Like if they want to, if they already feel like they have a good sense of, uh, awareness around their energy and they just want to figure out their life purpose, then, um, that's why I offer a different type of reading, um, where here, like you see on the on the left side, there's the the red uh, squares, and then on the right side, there's the black squares. Those are all planets and the the different like nodes and the sun and the earth, and within those are different gates. And so, uh, in the life purpose reading, we go into like, okay, your sun is in gate sixty. That that means um. The, uh, you're here to radiate uh gate 60 and like your earth and like your your moon is what you're motivated by so you're motivated by the gate of 51 and so that gives you gives people more like of like um it goes more in depth it's more um into like the different purposes of uh what they're motivated by what they're here to communicate right what their gifts are with like jupiter and then what their challenges are with with saturn so there are specific gates that are placed in um, these uh, the planets. So and these are all astrology symbols, right? Yeah, yeah. So th this is where the astrology comes into play. Yeah, I recognize a lot of these. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, did we talk about like what normally happens after a human design reading? Like, did you start to go into that yet? No, no. Oh, okay. So yeah, so after the reading, I usually just tell the clients, because there's a lot of information, right? So I just tell them to like, just to really like, uh, let it integrate, like become aware, just awareness is really big. Just be now that you're aware, like, oh, this is how my energy works. This is how I respond to, uh, this is how I make decisions and really just watch yourself over the next few days, weeks, right? Experiment with the new information. And then, um, and then that's like kind of like the next step after that. And then I also do, you know, offer like ways to work with me afterwards. If like I have an integration call, which is basically like come in with all the questions of like, how can I apply everything that we, I just learned and like to, into my life, like how to actually apply it and use it. Cause that's, that's when it's really the most powerful is when you're able to apply the information. So I have the integration call. Um, I also have like just um, coaching around your human design you know, and then also um, I have like learning in depth about your human design for three months. So those are 
the different ways to, you know, after the reading, but yeah. I could really see how the skill of life coaching could, would come into play with something like this. Cause um, like you said, you're bringing so much new awareness to the surface and then it's like, what do I do with all this information? And then I already, like my brain is already starting to go to some like things in life that I'm like, oh, I would want like deeper support around that. So I really do see how life coaching, you know, pairs really well with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else that we need to, the audience should know before we start to wrap up? Mm. No, I, I just, I'd just like to say that, like, there's a lot of information on about different parts of your chart that you can find online. So like, if you are not ready for reading, you want to do your own research, you definitely can. And that's where I started. But um, uh, having someone who understands the system and can really like, help you understand it. And the way I explain it, I've definitely had clients say, well, like, I read it online, I couldn't understand it, right. But like, when I express it, you know, in, in the way that I do, because every human design reader is a little different, in how they approach the system and how they interpret the, um, the information. But I think um, once you're ready to really like, um, dig a little deeper and really have someone who you can talk to back and forth and ask questions, then that's when I say like, you know, find someone who you resonate with and um, feel comfortable around to have a reading. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, how would people, you know, after watching this or listening to this, how would they get in contact with you and, um, and, and do, when they do get in contact with you, like, do you recommend that people start out with like, just like a basic human design reading? Or do you recommend people like kind of purchase the whole package right away? Like, yeah, yeah tell us more of those kind of details. Right. Yeah. So I um, run my business um, mostly, mainly on Instagram. So um, I, I'm at, um, I am new Vang and I'm sure you can, um, provide a link for them for the Instagram. But yeah, on, on my Instagram, I have the links to all the human design um, offers that I have going on. And then I also have um, a website. So I also send that to you so you can put it in the in the uh, show notes as well. And um, your question about like where to start, right? It's, it's really depending on like where the client is coming in. If they're just totally brand new, then yeah, like kind of like a foundation of what we did today. Um, but if they've been kind of like doing their own self-study and they want to di dive into um, like if they have more like just questions, then that integration call um, is really uh, is really helpful. But I think um, just especially if you're not sure where to start, like I think just um, message me and we can figure out like, OK, this is this is the best option for you right now, because then I like other than the integration call and um, the readings, then I have like the bigger programs, right? The bigger uh, packages of, uh, of my program called Align by Design, and that's a one on one coaching. Um, but it's really what it's to align you to your design. And that's over 12 weeks over a span of 12 weeks and we meet once once a week to really dive in. And that's for people who like, you know, really want to dive deep into and then dive deep and integrate. So I'm teaching and coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so and then I, yeah. I was say, <laughs> I imagine just, after like 12 weeks of doing that, you would just walk away knowing so much uh, more mm -hmm. about yourself and being so empowered and just making, you know, 
more confident decisions and um, mm-hmm. probably just looking at the world from a new perspective with knowing all this information. Yeah, it's it's very liberating. Like I like it's amazing, obviously, because I'm teaching it and I love it. And like I, I incorporate it. And, you know, all the time, every like I, I always see things through the lens of human design now. And it's, you know, it's like I don't use it to like uh, limit myself. I really use it to like expand me, you know, so like definitely I never want human design to feel like, oh, I'm I'm a generator. I, I'm supposed to do this. You know, I, I can only do this. Yeah. So I really use it as a tool to expand. Yeah. Um, that is Sometimes I see with astrology when people get their birth chart readings, they'll be like, well, it says I'm this way in my birth chart reading. Like um, I have like lots of wounding around money. And then, you know, and then I see people kind of like define themselves by that of like, well, so I'm just, I'm never going to get over this. This I came here to this planet with this wound, my Chiron mm-hmm. in this. So I'm just never going to be able to get through this. So I like what you said that like, it's not to limit you or box you in, but expand and, and give you a tool because I guess it really could go either way. Yeah, yeah. And also one thing I want to mention is that just because um, you have like you because you have two centers that are undefined, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you, right? Just because you don't have those two energies, like like some I've met some clients where they're like, oh, like, you know, I don't have that many centers to find like that they see it as a bad thing. But like um, when we go into the readings, I go through like what are actually the gifts of having an undefined center, right? So I help people see it in a way where it's like, it's all perfect. Like you are perfect. Like your design is, you know, there is no like, this is bad. It's really how you see it and how you choose to live out that expression. And, you know, you get to decide, you get to choose. Well, thank you so much. This has been the highlight of my day. And uh, I'm so excited to, you know, send people your way. And um, I know you're uh, for our upcoming uh, retreat for the Born to Coach Training Academy, you're going to do a human design reading for all of the students and do a workshop. So that's going to be amazing. And um, I'm just so grateful that this came into your life and you're sharing this with the world and others. And it's just, it's such a beautiful gift. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to share it with more people and just like, you know, people, I feel like it's just help raise the consciousness and just the joy and love of like the, the collective as a whole. So it's it's my pleasure. Thank you for, you know, the opportunity to like share. Always, of course. All right. Well, have a great rest of your new, uh, have a great rest of your day new and thank you so much. Yeah, you too, Krista. Bye. Bye. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification.